Welcome to Dean at Stumps, Zimbabwe's only weekly cricket podcast presented by Dean Duplessis. We bring you up to date with all the ongoing fixtures domestically and on the international scene. We profile players, both current and former, and tell you all you need to know in the world of cricket. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Mr. Ross Brownlee Walker. Well, the world of cricket, as you uh, phrase it, is looking pretty good for Zimbabwe at this particular moment in time because they've made history of their own by qualifying for the very first time for the Super 12 stage of the ICC T20 World Cup when they beat Scotland by five wickets at the Bell Reeve Oval in Hobart in Tasmania. So uh, Scotland batting first, making 132 for six. And Zimbabwe reaching their total for the loss of five wickets. Craig Irvin, 58. And Sikanda Raza with another very hard-hitting 43 of just 20 deliveries. Uh, or should I say 40 of 23 deliveries. Get your facts right, Dean. And uh, ensuring that Zimbabwe, alongside some very, very good and uh, mature batting by Ryan Bull and Milton Shumba, ensuring that Zimbabwe got across the line. I thought Tindai Chatara as well was very good with his figures of two for 14 in four overs. And uh, he was good with a new ball and very, very good when he came back to finish it off as well. All right, then. So let's first of all hear from Zimbabwe's captain, Craig Irvin. Well, Craig, thanks very much for having a chat. Uh, you've had a little bit of time to sink in. It's not quite 24 hours yet, but I, I mean, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm mistaken, obvious, but I would imagine you and the team are pretty ecstatic to be into the Super 12s. No, hundred percent, Dean. I think you know it's, it. It probably probably still hasn't uh, hasn't sunk in yet. But um, you know that little bit of history that that we made last night, I think, is certainly gonna gonna stick in the in the memory book for for the guys for a very long time. And I would imagine you as captain must be immensely proud because you were the one who ensured that Zimbabwe got to those runs after a bit of a tricky start, losing those three wickets up front very early but you you once again ensured that you stayed there the mr cool craig Irvin came to the fore and you didn't seem to be um in any form of stress or panicking or worrying at all you just worked the ball around the ground and when opportunities were there to score you you took them yeah look i mean i thought i thought firstly you know the the bowlers did exceptionally well to to restrict scotland to to 130 odd um and i think that that probably allowed myself to play the innings that I did, um, and then even though losing, you know those 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 early wickets, um, we, we still knew that we weren't chasing a high score, um, so it allowed us just to soak up a little bit of that that, that pressure myself and Sean early on, and then, you know, having Secunda Rosa come in and play the sort of innings that he did. I think took a, a huge amount of pressure off uh, off myself and just allowed me to carry on, you know, knocking the ball around and and picking up the odd boundary here and there, and just sort of keeping the innings together. And of course, it could be a very different. Well, it's going to be a very different proposition on Monday when you take on South Africa. You alluded just now when you and I had a chat off air that. Um, the turnaround time is very quick. Now, you guys have been playing a fair amount of cricket, but do you think that you, all of you would have recovered and, and mentally be ready to take on the Proteas? Yeah, no, 100%. I think, you know, guys guys know that we have some, some tough games uh, coming up. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, 
there's a lot of a lot of pressure that's that's off our shoulders in a sense that you know we have qualified and we can now play with a little bit more freedom so i do think that you'll find guys will be expressing themselves a little bit more um and hopefully we can put in some good performances and are you happy at the top of the order you you seem to quite enjoy this new role of opening the batting is it something that you've embraced yeah, look, it, it is a it is a bit of a new role for me. Although you know, I have pretty much bat bat at the top of the order for for a while now, especially in in the ODI yeah. format. You know, batting at three is you are facing the new ball pretty much. Um, but it's, it it has been it has been quite an interesting change, um, and I, and I have enjoyed it. I think it's it, it is it, it sort of fit, fits my game pretty well. Where you know, you don't need to force the ball as much, and you've got the the fielding restrictions. So uh, there are only two fielders outside um, f- for those first six overs. So it's something that I can I can utilise, um, and I think it allows me to to play a play a longer innings because there's a little bit more time um, as opposed to coming coming in further down the order. Well, Craig, it's going to be a. Uh, I'm not going to keep you long. It's going to be a big game for you on Monday. Um, and uh, obviously you and the team have already alluded to the fact that you are pretty much up and, and rearing to go against the, the Proteus. So wishing you and the team nothing but the very best. Uh, cheers. Thanks. Thanks, Dino. I appreciate it. And thank you for, for all the support from, from the guys back home. But uh, it really means a lot for the boys. You're listening to the Dean at Stumps podcast. He's just so cool and so calm and so collective. Well, certainly that's the, that's the appearance that he gives. What obviously he's thinking and, and what's going on inside, we'll never know. But uh, good to hear from Craig Irvin. And it's nice to hear that um, he also says that you may see some of the top order playing with a bit more freedom. Uh, they haven't quite worked out. Well, it hasn't quite come off yet. But of course, um, who knows, going into the into the next round, we may see someone like Wesley Madavere come good or even Reggie Shakaba as well. You just don't know, do you? This uh, format is such an unpredictable format. You just never know who will come good uh, when it really matters. All right, so let's uh, let's now catch up with Zimbabwe coach Dave Houghton, who was naturally very, very happy with the performance and uh, given the fact that Zimbabwe have qualified for the Super 12. Davey, thanks very much for agreeing to have a chat with us. From the very onset, you were very adamant and you made it very clear that you were positive that Zimbabwe would make it through to the Super Tiles. But I guess it's one thing saying it, and it's another thing when it actually happens. I would imagine you and the team are absolutely ecstatic right now. We are. Of course, it's uh, it's an easy thing to say, and it's quite a hard thing to do. I mean, the standard of cricket throughout the world from... You know the, the associate member sides and, and the emerging nations, as, as much as anyone, has improved greatly over the last few years. So, beating sides like uh, Ireland and Scotland, you know, we've got to play our best game on each occasion. But I, I thought throughout this qualifying period, we played really well. The only game we lost was to the West Indies when they had an absolutely blistering spell of fast bowling. They bowled some perfect Yorkers at us um, at good pace. But other than that, we, uh, we've done what I thought we would do, and we did for the reason I thought we'd do it. We, we had the best bowling side in this uh, in this qualifying group. 
the the turnaround time between games is very short and very quick but what amazed me was that uh, you certainly had a plan as to how to bowl to George Munsey. So although he scored a, a very good half century, similar to Craig Irvin, but you you never once allowed him to free his arms and, and to express himself. Uh, I just wonder how it is that you, in such a short space of time, would have gathered so much information to keep him as quiet as you did. Well, I mean, we've been watching the games, of course, but uh, most importantly, the, the staff that work with, uh, with our national side, we've got a very good... Um, statistician in Mufaro, um, and he does his work on each team a couple of days in advance. And literally, as you finish one game, he's posting on our uh, WhatsApp group all the information we need on the next team we come up to play. And then the morning of the game, uh, we have meetings, batting meetings and bowling meetings, and we go over videos and footage of the opposition. So, you know, while we're, we're playing a good brand of cricket, we're playing with a big smile on our face and we've been positive on, on as, as many of the occasions as we can while we're out there. We certainly still do our homework off the field. I love the way you, you often refer to playing a positive brand of cricket and just for the, I suppose, the uninitiated, maybe just explain a bit that a positive brand of cricket doesn't necessarily just mean uh, going out there and trying to hit as many boundaries as you can, does it? There's quite a bit more to it than just trying to hit everything for four and six. No, it, it, there's a difference between positive and reckless. Um, we know that. Um, you know, the thing for me, though, is if you have a choice to make out there, and, and, you know, the scoreboard is telling you what to do. If you're getting behind the run rate or whatever, you don't need anyone to tell you. You just watch where you are with the scoreboard. And if we need then to, to to pick an over and be really positive and try and try and get a big over of 15 or 16 to get ourselves back on track, that's the time to do it. Um, you know, and up in the first six overs of the power play in particular, I want us to try and attack the boundary as much as possible. So there, there's areas within the game. But I, I guess the whole positivity thing going through the team is simply this, that if you're stuck and you've got a decision to make, I want you always to take the positive option in that decision. I mean, I, I remember you as a player um, often saying, regardless of the situation that the team finds itself in, the only way to try and maybe try and get yourself back in track is is to be as positive as you possibly as you possibly can. Um, I just want to talk about this this game against Scotland, the do or die game, as everybody was referring to it as. There were a couple of what I refer to as heartbeat moments. I wonder if you had something similar as well. <laughs> for example, when uh, maybe like when Zimbabwe were in trouble at 41 for three, Raza and Craig Urban get the innings back on track and then suddenly they both get out. Uh, you know, I had my little sort of moments where I pace up and down, my heartbeat uh, picked up quite rapidly, <laughs> opening and clenching of the fists and so on. What do you as coach do when you're in a situation like that? Well, I try and remain as calm as possible because I'm sitting in the dugout with all the rest of the team. And if, if they look at me, I want them to see me as calm as possible and having absolutely no doubt that we're doing the right thing. Um, it's sometimes hard to keep that emotion in check within myself, <laughs> but certainly on the outside, I will appear very calm. Look, you know, we, we lose wickets. And um, the whole time I've been back in the last three or four months, we've come back from three down here and four down there. And, you know, lost wickets at the wrong times, but we still got ourselves up and over the line. And I think the belief that the players are now getting in their own abilities and in the abilities of their fellow teammates 
is what's helping us get over these um, tricky situations. I I didn't feel at any time yesterday that we were not going to win that game. Uh, there were portions of the game where I was a little disappointed that we'd got behind the you know behind it somehow, but I didn't ever think we were not going to get there. And then when so when we saw yesterday, um, I suppose this is more of a lighter side of the things. When we saw Sean Williams get out, understandably he was furious with himself in in the manner in which he got out. Now, you've probably worked with many players like this before. Murray Goodwin would have been another one as your first stint of coaching. How do you deal with a player who quite clearly needs to let off a bit of steam? Do you all just sort of, well, you're in a dugout, I suppose, so there's not too much room to give him space. How does a situation like that work with a player who needs to vent his frustrations and anger and disappointment? Well, you know, he he does get a bit of space. Um, You know, the good thing about T20 cricket is the change rooms are about 100 metres away from where we're actually sitting in the dugout. So he can go straight get into the change room, you know, chuck his pads on the ground and have a bit of time to himself without any concern of anybody else. Um, you know, the thing with Sean at the moment, though, and what I'm trying to get across to him is that he's an effective player in our team, whether it's with bat or ball. Um, the, the batting's frustrating him at the moment because he's he's getting out to shots where he's walking off thinking, why didn't I just hit the ball hard, you know? Um, yesterday was a good example where he literally just he almost placed the ball in the guy's hands and he should have hit it in into the stands. So it's a frustration for him, but he is a great contributor to us, both in the field and with the ball in his hand as well. Okay, moving onwards now, Davey, big assignment. I know in your first stint as coach, you had a bit of an obsession in wanting to not only do well against South Africa, but beat them. So again, you don't have to travel. You're in Hobart. The game is on Monday up against South Africa. How are you, how are you and the team feeling about realistically beating a very strong but unpredictable side? Um, I think we're pretty upbeat about it, but you know we, we're not um, we're not in any way sort of bullshit about it. I don't think this is a case just pitch up and we'll beat them if we play well. We we have to do our homework and we have to really play our best game again. Our bowlers have got to be as good as they've been up to now, and our batting has got to be a little bit better than it's been. Um, you know we're getting over the line with the, the odd fourteen fifty here. We need one of our players to get an eighty or ninety for us and make sure we get sort of one seventy one eighty on the board. It is, by and large, quite a good batting wicket in uh, Hobart. The difficulty we've had with that is we've always had to bat under lights and not something we do on a regular basis at home. But we're getting used to it now, and the guys are getting the pace of the wicket now a little bit better. Um, but it's it's not certainly not going to be a pushover, but it's our intention to uh, bring our A game to the table every time. All the pressure is on the, the other half at the moment, not on us. It's all on the sides that we play against. So, um, you know, there's a little bit less pressure on our games and hopefully the sides feel the pressure from us in the game. Dave Houghton, thank you very, very much for your time and wishing you and the team nothing but the best for the rest of your campaign. Thanks, Dean. You're listening to the Dean at Stumps podcast. And that pretty much is a wrap of the Dean at Stumps podcast. Good to hear from Craig Urban. Good to hear from Dave Houghton. Craig Irvin as cool and as calm and as collective as ever, and Dave Houghton, who just speaks with a whole bunch of sense, um, which is pretty much what he's done throughout his career, be it as a player or as a coach, wherever he's been coaching around the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Dean at Stumps podcast with me, Dean Duplessis. Enjoy all the T20 World Cup cricket that'll be coming your way. Some fascinating stuff coming up uh, pretty soon. But uh, until then, 
Please stay safe, take care, and we'll be back pretty soon. Take care. You've been listening to Dean at Stumps, Zimbabwe's only weekly cricket podcast, presented by Dean Duplessis. Join us again next week and catch up with all the action in the world of cricket.